everybody. Welcome back to Ask Alicia, the weekly series where you ask me questions and I answer them. Maybe. First question this week comes from Sadaf Yasmin. Hi, Sadaf. Sadaf says, hi, Alicia. I have two questions. First, what does ain't mean and how do you use it? I've seen this word in lyrics like, ain't nobody who makes me feel this way. My second question, what does the phrase wide awake mean? I read it in the sentence, lying here wide awake on my own now. I couldn't completely understand it. Okay, first, let's talk about ain't. Nice question. Ain't is a really interesting word because it can mean a lot of things. It can mean is not, are not, am not, have not, and has not. It can mean all of those things. And ain't is also considered a very casual, kind of rough, in some cases, cool word, and it really depends on the person who uses it. So, for example, in the U.S., the images that we have that are associated with the word ain't are like maybe country western like musicians or maybe like cowboys. They might use the word ain't to sound kind of casual or rough and cool. You might also hear ain't used in other music like pop music or rap or R&B. Again, the feeling of ain't is kind of casual, it's kind of rough, it's like tough maybe sometimes as well too. So it really depends on the personality of the person who's using the word. Ain't is also special because we follow the word ain't with a negative. So as in your example, you said ain't nobody or uh, another example might be something like, ain't never done this thing. So it's, uh, it feels actually very strange for me to say that because I'm not the type of person who would use the word ain't. But when we use ain't, we follow it with a negative, like ain't nobody. So in your example, ain't nobody who makes me feel this way means there isn't anybody who makes me feel this way. So in many cases, like with your example here, we follow ain't with a negative, like ain't nobody or ain't no or ain't nothing. So this just means isn't or are not, whatever follows that. But there might be some cases where you don't see a negative after ain't, like I ain't having that or I ain't buying that. So that just means the negative, I am not buying that or they are not doing that. So again, this really depends on the person. Uh, this really depends maybe on the region as well too. So pay attention to the kinds of people that you see and hear using this word, and maybe you can kind of understand uh, the times at which it might be appropriate to use it uh, and whether or not it's good for you to use the word too. As I mentioned, I personally don't use this word, uh, but this is how we use it in American English anyway. Regarding your second question about the expression wide awake, to be wide awake means to be awake, but we use it at a time when we are usually asleep. So for example, maybe at like two in the morning, most people are asleep usually. But if you are wide awake, it's like you're awake and you cannot close your eyes and go to sleep. So it might be helpful to think of your eyes, like your eyes themselves, as being wide open. Like you cannot close your eyes. You are wide awake. So you can't go to sleep. Usually we use this expression at a time uh, when we should be asleep. So for example, I woke up at 2 a.m. I was wide awake for hours. Or when I got up to use the bathroom, I saw my dog was wide awake. It was weird. So wide awake is used in this way to talk about being awake at kind of a strange time. I hope that this helps you. Thanks for the questions. Okay, let's move on to your next question. Next question comes from Rubo. Hi, Rubo. Rubo says, hi, Alicia. 
what is the difference between scrape and scratch? Ah, good question. Generally, well, in many cases, they do have the same meaning. But for scrape, we use scrape usually with non-living things, and we use scrape when we're talking about taking a very heavy or a very sharp object across a surface. We often use scrape when we're talking about trying to remove something that is difficult to remove. So for example, oh no, I scraped my car on the gate or I scraped the paint off the wall with a knife. So it's like there's some kind of heavy or sharp object moving across another surface, oftentimes with the intent or with the plan to remove something else. Scratch, on the other hand, is something that we use much more commonly with living things, so with people or with animals. We use scratch usually when we're talking about like using a sharp part of our body, like uh, nails or claws or maybe even teeth. Uh, we talk about using something sharp and dragging that across a surface. So for example, I might say like, ouch, I scratched my arm, or be careful, my cat might scratch you. So scratch is typically used with humans, with living things, and scrape is usually used to talk about like maybe machines or other very heavy and sharp objects uh, being pulled or dragged across a surface. So I hope that this helps you. Thanks for the question. Okay, let's move on to your next question. Next question comes from Saif Aldeen. Hi Saif. Saif says, hi Alicia, can you explain why we use out and in or up? Like when someone says, I go up to the door and I open it. If it were me, I would say, I go to the door and I open it. What is the difference between the two sentences? Thanks. Yeah, super great question. We often use up along with bodily motion, like physical motion related verbs, to mean we did that action up until a point. So we went to that thing or we moved to that thing and stopped. So verbs that we use this with commonly are like walk, run, open, close, go as well. So we use up after these to mark the point at which that action stopped. You might also hear over used with this. So as in your example, I walked up to the door and opened it, or I went up to the door and opened it, means I moved until the point of the door and then I opened it. So it shows the point at which an activity or an action stopped. Another situation you might use that is like uh, talking to someone at your office. Like I walked up to my boss and asked if she had a moment. Another example might be my coworker ran over to my desk to help me. So using up and over in these ways followed by to marks the point at which some action stopped. So you can use up and over to do this. We don't really use down. You might hear down used if you're talking about traveling, like I'm going down to this city or I'm going down to the post office. You might hear that used. But generally when we're talking about like these bodily, these physical activities, we'll use up to mark the stopping point. So I hope that that helps you regarding up and over. Regarding in and out, however, these follow the same rules as the prepositions themselves follow. So we typically use these when we're talking about entering or exiting a building like or other location. So for example, he walked into the bank or they ran out of the police station. So we can use these same verbs relating to bodily motions, relating to movement. And when we use 
in and out with those. We're talking about moving from one location to outside that location and the opposite. So from moving outside of a location to inside of a location. So in and out follows uh, the prepositional rules. So I hope that this helps you. Thanks very much for the question. All right, that is everything that I have for this week. Thank you, as always, for sending your questions. Remember, you can send them to me at EnglishClass101.com slash ask hyphen Alicia. Of course, if you like this week's episode, please don't forget to hit the like button, give it a thumbs up, and subscribe to our channel if you have not already. Thanks very much for watching this week's episode of Ask Alicia, and I will see you again next week. Bye-bye.